Greetings and welcome to Prison News, the podcast. I'm your host. We're going to go ahead and do some follow-up this time. Remember we talked a while back about that poor little sergeant, that little girl who was beat to death in her prison after she was scalded, had her inmates set a fire. And I says, where's the warden? Who's going to get in trouble for this? Well, there's been two more deaths at the same place. Finally, no, no, the warden never gets in trouble. Somebody's going to step down who was getting ready to retire anyway. Kind of show you how they do damage control. After state prison deaths, a top state official is stepping down. Where else but North Carolina? His name is David Geese, spelled G-U-I-C-E, like juice but with a G. A top North Carolina prisons leader. Folks, there's no such things as prison leaders. They're either a warden or you're part of the system. And they have a name and they have a job title. It's not prison leader. This is called softening the blow. He oversaw an extraordinarily deadly time for the state's correctional officers. He's stepping down from his post. The Department of Public Safety announced at Goose's retirement at 5.37 p.m. Yeah, Monday the 11th. Excuse me, Monday, 11 days after two prison employees were killed during a failed escape attempt. Goose, 62 years old, he was ready to retire anyway. The state's chief deputy secretary for adult correction and juvenile justice has been in his current role since 2013. He'll retire November 1st, according to a DPS news release. A former state representative, oh, I bet he's going to fall softly back into politics. He's worked for the government for 40 years. Folks, remember I told you about poor little Sergeant Megan, Sergeant Megan Callahan, how she was killed inside the uh, uh, North Carolina prison? Now they use the words now allegedly by an inmate. Oh, okay. Well, somebody poured hot, through hot, here's what hot went down. The best information we have is a convicted murderer who was allowed to walk around loose because they find it better to have these kind of guys working and in a revenue stream, kind of in the headlong rush to privatize prison, get some money going. He's walking around thinking, I'm going to kill somebody else. I'm already doing a murder charge. What can they do to me? So he starts the fire, has it all planned out where this little female sergeant's going to come see it. He has some piping hot water he got in the, these guys like pain, of course, in the microwave. She comes to take a fire extinguisher to put out the fire. He comes up and throws his piping hot water on the sergeant. She screams. He takes this fire extinguisher and beats her to death with it. Oh, by the way, he's going to be charged with murder, just like, you know, where he's... And so that was one. Now, the prison was understaffed that month. That's why I've taught you folks out. They're always asked who, how many people were on duty whenever there's a shooting, a stabbing, a misdeed by a guard, and misdeed by a prisoner, a misdeed by a gang, misdeed by anybody, how many people were uh, on duty. And almost always it's short, short staff. And that falls on the warden. The warden should hang for something like that, figuratively, of course. Now, an investigative uh, report was published in June revealed that there was a hidden worlds of drugs, sex, and gang violence and thieves inside North Carolina's prisons. You think? You think maybe with this kind of stuff going on, there was a hidden world? And it says officers who were paid to prevent such corruption were instead fueling it. Folks, I told you, these little drones don't fly in those things just with, you know, by themselves. Anyway, chaos erupted inside a sewing plant at the Pasquaquatic Correctional Institution after plant manager Veronica Darden and Justin Smith were killed there. Now, the inmates stabbed the employees with scissors and beat them to death with hammers, according to the prison workers, who then called prison workers. Folks, who's a prison worker? Oh, inmate? Unsupervised inmate? Yeah, unsupervised inmate who called 9-11. Ten other prison workers were injured. Prison workers. 
See what's happening, folks? It's becoming privatized. It's a work farm. It's a work camp. The warden is never paraded in front of the cameras. He never sits before a review board. And, and when I say hang, I'm just talking about loses his pension and is shamed in the community. He says, you know what? You knew this was going on. You were what, what they call lodged up, like a lodge member. <clears throat> I'm not saying Moose or Elks Club. I'll let you just figure that out. But they all hang together. Oh, four inmates? Yeah, they've been charged with first-degree murder and the attacks. Three of them have already been serving time for murder. So they're already serving time for murder. You put them out on a sewing machine, unsupervised, and they kill somebody. Whose fault is that? Folks, it's called prison news. What's the Bible say? The Bible called these people keepers, like keeper did shake and became like a dead man, or the keeper of the house, or the keepers in the charge, you know, over in Ezekiel. In the Bible, over here, I can take a quick peek at it, uh, when Herod would have brought them forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept in prison. Later on, those keepers got killed for letting Peter escape. There was a, Even back then, there was a sense of uh, uh, justice. Folks, take care. God bless all of you. It's called Prison News. We're going to bring this stuff to your mind to keep you safe out there. Bye.